you're definitely stepping into a vibe. It's Transparent Julie on Taste. And happy Monday! I hope you're feeling amazing. I hope you're feeling blessed. I hope you're feeling present. Okay, that is such a beautiful affirmation. I say that literally every morning, and I really mean it. I really mean it. I really hope you're feeling present on this beautiful Monday. We're starting off the week fantastically is that a word what if it's not i just made it up and let's just go with it i have an amazing show for you today we get into some news we get into some culture and of course i'm on air so it's straight entertainment period make sure you hit me up on the socials at taste radio one of you little shy you can always slide in my dms at dangelisa but i want to hear from you what did you do this weekend you know this weekend for me was really on just resetting i guess the vibe i wouldn't say vibe maybe just the tone i wanted to set the tone for the rest of this year you know i needed to clean my room clean out my space of old energy so i can invite and make space for new vibes and new energy and new frequency into my life um, I really just listened to a hell of a lot binaural beats. You know, I love listening to binaural beats. It helps you open up your heart chakra if you're looking for love. It helps you just invite abundance into your life or even just concentrate. So I was able to unwind and just block negativity out of my life and just manifest the things that I really want to happen and kind of make a game plan for my goals and how I want to get there so I would like to say it was pretty productive I really wasn't outside I'm gonna be honest but which is also really good even though it's COVID season but getting some type of vitamin D um in any form is really good take it as what you want it but I want to hear what you guys did this weekend hit me up let me know let's talk about it this is Transparent Julie on Taste Oh, yeah, it's me again. It's Transparent Julie on Taste. You know, if you listen to me on the East Coast or if you listen to me on the West Coast, if you wake up with me or I'm your midday pick-me-up, it really doesn't matter because I love starting the show with just setting the intention and setting the tone. doesn't matter whatever time you listen to me or from whatever coast or whatever part of the world you're from. Honestly, I've been really big on meditation and I've been really transparent with my journey on meditating. And when I feel like I can slow down my thoughts or even create space for just one singular thought, I'm able to get certain messages that I really need to pay attention to. And as a chronic overthinker, I feel like the message that I received today was just, yeah, think about what you need to think about, but don't forget about thinking about the main idea. So I was asking myself as I was writing these things down after, I'm like, what is the main idea? And the main idea is that you can literally do anything that you want if you really dedicate your mind to it. If you literally block out the negativity, if you block out the naysayers, if you block out your own self-doubt, you can achieve anything you put your mind to. And I think that we often forget that right because we live in a world where people are like oh you can't do that or are you crazy but you know what the greatest engineers the greatest um geniuses of this world were once deemed crazy the greatest artists the greatest everything that we study the people were deemed mad at one time everything begins with an idea from the chair that you're sitting on from the microphone that I'm speaking with, from literally the computer I'm sitting in front of, a desk, a computer, a freaking table, a car. That was all an idea once. And somebody looked at somebody else 
this inventor of this thing was like, you're crazy. And the person was like, no, I'm an engineer of my own life. And now I'm going to make everybody else's life easier because I'm not crazy. I'm a mother effing genius. So the greatest idea that you can have is that everything that you want to achieve is possible. It might take a little bit of work. I'm not going to lie about that. And when I mean a little bit, I mean a whole lot of work. But if you can continue to stay the course, I bet you that you'll get there. If you felt this, if you feel me, if you want to chit-chat, you know exactly where to hit me. In my DMs, at Don Jalissa. Coming up next, I have the news for you for today. Well, according to NPR, the Emmys have always had a soft spot for politicians. Well, at least for fictional characters. Well, according to the International Academy of Television Arts and Sciences, announced just on Friday that it is breaking the tradition and awarding its International Emmy Founders Award to a real politician who is currently in office. New York's Governor Andrew Cuomo is being honored for his daily coronavirus briefings earlier this year. The Founders Award, which Governor Cuomo will receive today, annually recognizes an individual or group that crosses cultural boundaries to touch our common humanity. Cuomo has not responded publicly to the announcement, but let's keep it completely transparent here. He literally turned New York tough to become a symbol of determination to fight back. He made New York seem tough and he gave people hope and inspiration during a time where, you know, there really wasn't any. Um, at one point, people were looking at New York City like a death trap. We had the highest numbers in the United States, which was clearly wild. It was really wild in New York. Um, but literally, Governor Cuomo got all of that under control. His regular briefings also helped with his approval ratings overall for New York. But I think like he's pretty recognized as like a Democratic leader in the struggle against COVID-19. I would like to say I feel like he became kind of like a staple. A lot of people not even living in New York City will listen to him. I was on Twitter and he would be trending. Um, Cuomo Brothers was definitely trending um, in the heights of COVID. So I would like to say is congratulations to Governor Cuomo. Also, this is a big thing for the Emmys. Like he literally won an Emmy for being on television and keeping everybody updated, being himself and inspiring um, you know, the collective to stay alert and to stay alive, basically. A lot of people criticized him and a lot of people felt like he was being aggressive. But to be a governor of New York, I think you have to be a little aggressive. New York is one of the hottest tourist areas ever. So obviously, COVID numbers were through the roof when the pandemic first started. So, you know, to get everything under control, you have to be a little aggressive. I want to hear from you guys. Do you think Governor Cuomo did a good job in New York City? I know a lot of people see this differently if you live like upstate New York versus if you live in the city I know a lot of people not even from New York or even in the tri-state area that actually have heavy opinions of how um New York was handled I want to hear from you and let's really talk about it but Big congratulations to Governor Andrew Cuomo. You know, he's low-key, high-key, one of my faves. He's also single. This is Transparent Julie on 
taste. And I have the news for you for today. You know, just keeping you updated. According to NPR, the chief scientific advisor for Operation Rap Speed says that some Americans could start receiving a COVID-19 vaccine by the second week of December. Monsef Slawi's comments follow the announcement on Friday that Pfizer and its partner BioNTech have asked the FDA to grant an emergency use authorization for its COVID-19 vaccine, which has found to be 95% effective. A second vaccine from the biotech company Moderna is expected to be submitted for emergency authorization soon as well. While millions of people in the United States of America could be vaccinated in weeks and months following an emergency use authorization, Dr. Slawi said it would be well into 2021 before the nation would be able to achieve herd immunity. He said, and I quote, normally with the level of efficiency we have, 95-70% or so of the population being immunized, would allow for true herd immunity to take place. He continues to say that is likely to happen somewhere in the month of May or something like that based on our plans. Well, there has been more than 12 million confirmed cases of coronavirus and more than 255,000 people who have died in a total across the nation. On Saturday alone, there were an additional 177 1,552 new confirmed COVID-19 cases and 1,488 deaths, according to data from John Hopkins University. I want to be completely transparent here. Do you guys trust Pfizer? Do you guys trust the biotech company Moderna? Do you have faith in our government? Do you trust the healthcare system? I want to hear from you guys. I know a lot of people have been feeling really uneasy. I even know people that have been, you know, writing to me and they're far from anti-vaxxers. And they've been telling me like, hey, listen, I don't know about this vaccine. I feel like um, as a nation, a lot of us are feeling like this. If I take this vaccine, this means that I'm immune to this virus. And this means that I can go to my house. I can work. I can, you know, be an active member in society without bringing the virus back to my house. But in the back of my mind, I'm not too sure what this vaccine really contains. What are the side effects of this vaccine? Um, will I live? Will I die? Like these are actual factual questions that are going through a lot of people's mind. I know the anxiety is on 100 because we want to be able to live a normal life and not infect our loved ones. But at the same time, we want to make sure what we're putting in our bodies is something that's okay. It's something that's not going to give us a long-term side effect. You know, usually, you know, when they come out with a vaccine, it takes years to study side effects. It takes years to study certain things. And this is the fastest vaccine that man has ever seen being made and also tested. So I really want to hear from you. How do you feel about it? Do you, Are you on the side that's like, you know what, anything that brings us back to some type of normalcy? Or are you on the other side of like, okay, hold on, I'm not too sure about this let's talk about it and let's chit chat this is transparent julie on taste is julie on taste and i want to share some news with you guys today it's not funny i should not be laughing but it's kind of ridiculous i went to target this weekend and they were all out of scott toilet paper you know let me stop lying they were all out of toilet paper period they literally had like the no brand one like the target brand only like a two-pack type of situation and for those who thought we might be over the pandemic um stockpiling honestly think again because now that the second wave is occurring it has prompted all those crazy people to panic buy 
I'm talking about reliving the nightmares of March that left shelves bare and forced retailers to tell you crazy limits like you can only get one pack of toilet paper and one wipe. That type of scary. And uh, yeah, I really think that it was going to be hashtag TBT and that things would be better, but it's looking like hashtag reality. Well, listening to what it seems like retailers are saying, they're like more prepared to deal with the panic hoarding. But companies have spent a lot of time and a lot of um, months, honestly, because this is month nine into this pandemic, simplifying supply chains, adding shelves, boosting up their staff and establishing like precautionary measures. But it won't rule out the possibility of price spiking for toilet paper or anything else that people deem essential and are going crazy over. And as well, it won't take away from the fact that if people are literally buying this at a crazy rate, there's going to be temporarily shortages. I just have one word to say. Yikes. Absolutely mother effing yikes. Because people who hoard toilet paper when the pandemic first hit, they're absolutely the worst and honestly rude. I could understand the panic of having to use a rag or, you know having to shower every time you take a shit but honestly only people with money can stock up on these things and that's why the pandemic really showed the difference between the wealthy and the poor there was even at one point a mom was literally crying on tiktok as she uploaded the video by mistake case in point i'm gonna give you guys a case in point kim kardashian flying out her friends and family to a private island and saying things have been so hard we needed some normalcy it's like no tea no shade sis i'm so happy you can afford that but there's people who are literally stuck in the project during covid because someone won't go out there to fix the elevator because they're scared they're going to infect their family so now you have the elderly stuck in there and you know you have the rich who is just hoarding toilet paper and wipes and all these things because they can afford to buy the big pack they can afford to hoard these things and buy a mass load of these things at once but the poor can't the people who are struggling to get by they can't afford that privilege in the midst of a pandemic so i just feel like i wanted to share that with you guys because during these times we have to think about the collective i don't want to hear you know the rich say like okay yeah i gave out a turkey no stop hoarding essentials because people who have less people who are not as wealthy as you they won't be able to literally have essentials for their household because they can't buy literally 20 packs of toilet papers at once. That's impossible for a lot of people. Do you feel me? Be considerate for the collective during this season, especially as COVID-19 numbers are spiking and we are living in the midst of a second surge. You feel me? Listen, I'm going to take a break. We're going to get into the music. I want to hear from you. Hit me up. Let's talk about it. And coming up next, I have your special delivery report where I tell you what's going on in culture and what the celebs and you tell me what's up and how you feel. This is Transparent Julie keeping you updated on Taste. Hey, 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 what's happening? It's Transparent Julie on Taste. Coming up next, I have your special delivery report where I tell you what's going on in culture and what the celebs. And you tell me what's up and how you feel. Well, it seems like Tyler Perry was in the giving mood this weekend, and so were many other celebrities like Dr. Dre and Nick Cannon. According to multiple sources and reports, Coming to America sequel will debut on Amazon Prime. I have a Jeremiah update. He's doing a little better, guys. Megan the Stallion, Megan the Stallion, Megan the Stallion. I have some good news. You see what I did there? And I also have some not so good news. 
We're unpacking a lot on this beautiful Monday. It's getting a little messy. It's getting a little chatty. But listen, this is Transparent Julie with your hottest served tea and your city on taste. It's Julie on taste and I have your special delivery report where I tell you what's going on in culture and with the celebs. And you tell me what's up and how you feel. Well, it seems like Tyler Perry was in the giving mood this weekend and people need it ahead of an extremely challenging Thanksgiving. Well, Tyler Perry Studios in Atlanta became the site of an incredibly long lines of cars Sunday morning as a lot of people came from all over to jump on the food drive giveaway, which aimed to feed 5,000 families. Well, Tyler Perry and his company promised to offer up, you know, non-perishables as well as gift cards to the first 5,000 families to pull up to their studio. And the people heard them loud and clear because the cars started arriving as early as Saturday afternoon and it only grew bigger and bigger until Sunday with the drive from 8 a.m. Eastern to noon. I posted a video courtesy of TMZ on the Instagram stories so you guys can see how long the lines were. It was literally incredible. But if if you know one thing about Tyler Perry is that he's always doing something beautiful for the masses. You know, during the pandemic, he tipped well at restaurants. I'm talking about really well, like $20,000 well as a tip. He also paid everyone's groceries at a local grocery store in Atlanta. He also did that in another um, grocery store. I believe it was in New Orleans. So this is definitely nothing new for Tyler Perry. There was a lot of other celebrities this weekend. Um, just in the giving mood, you know, for example, Dr. Dre and Nick Cannon hosted Feed Your City in Compton. The Feed Your City event is a 10 event strong and is held in numerous United States cities, among them Compton, where Dr. Dre, music industry icon, is from. And they sponsored the event in Compton. Many other cities are also hosting free food giveaways in the days leading up to Thanksgiving. Food banks have literally been stretched to the limits because of COVID-19. So these additional efforts are true lifesavers for a lot of people who are in need. The lines for groceries have been unbearably long all over the country, a sign of how just desperate things are as we enter month nine of this pandemic. So, you know, this is the giving season. If you can right now, give if you can't right now, receive. Like, that's literally how we have to put it. I think that we are all here on this earth as servants. I've said this many times. Um, we're all here to serve a purpose, right? And we're all here to serve one another. So if you can serve right now, this is your time to serve. This is your time to research even in your community what's going on. If there's local food banks that you can donate to, maybe you can even... Um, See if you can volunteer. Obviously, make sure you have your mask, your PPE on deck. But see if you can help the collective. You can help other people as well. Are you in the giving spirit this year? Have you done or have you received anything that really has changed your mindset? Has anything shifted for you? Let's talk about it. You know exactly where you can hit me up. In my DMs. It's Transparent Julie on Taste, and I have your special delivery report, where I tell you what's going on in culture and with the celebs, and you tell me what's up and how you feel. Well, it seems like Megan Thee Stallion's long-awaited album was finally out and arrived just last week on Friday, and it was everything we all expected and hoped for, but her ex-bestie... Kelsey, you remember her? Nicole definitely won't be happy after she was called out. If you did listen to the song Shots Fired, Megan calls out both Tory Lanez and her former 
her friend Kelsey Nicole. And Kelsey responded, you know, for almost six months now, Megan Thee Stallion has found herself in kind of a pickle. You know, she's in one of the biggest scandals in her music history career after she was allegedly shot in the foot by Tory Lanez. Well, both parties have then addressed the incident multiple times on social media and in interviews and music, which may or may not get Tory Lanez in trouble. So that's definitely pending because he has a restraining order against Megan Thee Stallion that he can't contact her. So now the court is basically trying to decide if him addressing Megan Thee Stallion in his music has been like violating that order. Right. I know a lot to digest and just all of that. But, you know, the main thing I wanted to talk about was former best friend Kelsey Nicole who was basically with Megan the Stallion that night. If you do know, you don't know, they're officially not friends. They're not friends ever since, you know, Kelsey was basically revealing some things about that night that Megan was allegedly shot that Megan didn't really appreciate. And it basically painted a different picture from what Megan said was her version of events. So that's kind of weird there. But in good news, Megan's new album, she titled the track Shots Fired, where she called Kelsey out regarding their former friendship. Honestly, when I was listening to the track i'm like wow this is wild i had to go back to social media to see if kelsey was going to respond which she kind of did to a comment so somebody commented a fan girl or whatever she comes in on social media and uh, she pointed out you know the verse on shots fired and that's when kelsey responded she was like the most weirdo shit she could have ever said so honestly let's be completely transparent here People need to thank the Lord I can't rap because all my albums, at least the first four tracks, would be diss records to people who have pissed me off. I'm gonna be honest. Like, I would literally have the for I would dedicate at least three to four tracks to people who have pissed me off in like the last six months, and I will have so much to say, especially in the midst of a pandemic. So weighty. I'll have to get a lot of things off my chest. Well, and better news for Megan Thee Stallion because I could only imagine how heartbreaking that must be to lose your best friend. You know, I've reported this before. Megan Thee Stallion doesn't have her mom. Her mom passed away, doesn't have her grandmother, doesn't have her father. And that's when she was in the height of breaking through to her career was when her mom passed away. So she's really by herself navigating through these streets and then her best friend and her stop being friends. That must be really hurtful. But let's highlight some positive news because I love you know, more positivity, better vibes in here. Megan Thee Stallion knew 106 piece collection with Fashion Nova literally sweeped to the internet this weekend and it was super successful honestly the first day of the heavily denim collection release sales were estimated to be 1.2 million dollars proving that megan's hotties are definitely here for anything that she has to offer did you guys check out um the collection on fashion nova it looked just like megan the stallion it was definitely serving hottie with a body it was serving ranch vibes it was serving old town road vibes it was serving south vibes it was just really giving me a whole bunch of megan the stallion you know megan described the creative process behind the designs as a labor of love focus of inclusivity when promoting the collection on instagram she basically was 
promoting body positivity she was basically saying that not only is she able to bring her signature look to all the hotties out there she was able to create sexy and beautiful clothing that fit bodies of all shapes sizes and heights and if you're a tall girl like megan finding clothes that have that savage style has never been easy until her collection dropped her collection drop is definitely savage maybe i should cop something hmm i'll let you guys know if you guys did check out the collection do you buy something for your girl do you buy something for yourself let me know at taste radio one or at don Jalissa. this is transparent julie on taste it's transparent julie on taste and i have a jeremiah covid update i'm so excited to report that jeremiah has been transferred from the icu and he's headed to recovery now you know this is where true healing really starts to begin is when you're out of the icu out of you're in the icu your body's literally fighting to just stay alive if you recall last week it was reported that jeremiah had COVID-19 and his friends including Hitmaker, 50 Cent and Chance the Rapper they were asking everyone to pray for him and on Monday Adam Smith from Jeremiah's team called a show to give more detailed updates on his condition and he encouraged everyone to continue their prayers. I'm super happy to announce that he's doing better this season has been extremely difficult for everyone so I'm really happy that Jeremiah is doing better and now he can fight in the right direction for recovery i want to hear from you guys how do you feel about today's special delivery report i know we chit-chatted a lot from basically megan the stallion her best friend not being friends anymore to shots fired you know i had to talk about shots fired because i definitely did listen to megan's album i want to hear from you do you think that was really shots to kelsey do you think that that's how the event really went down let's talk about it and let's chit chat this is transparent julie on dash it's transparent julian taste how you guys feeling on this beautiful monday what a great way to start the week right here with me on taste listen coming up next i have your transparent thought of the day someone who's transparent is just someone who doesn't hide nor conceal the truth you don't want to miss it it's julian taste and we're going straight into my transparent thought of the day you ready stop looking at what everyone else is doing and that's on period e I was listening to my girl Oprah and they asked her, did you ever fear of losing her spot when it came to the talk show, the Oprah Winfrey show? And she said something so amazing and it really resonated with my being. So many shows came on television during her time, hundreds of shows. And she never looked at what the other person was doing. She never looked at her opponent. She never looked at the competition. Isn't that a gem? She had to pay attention to what she had going on. When you're too busy focusing on the next man, they're busy trying to get ahead. When you look behind you, you may either A, get scared of how close your opponent is, or B, lose track of where you were. Now you're distracted and you can't focus as to where you were going. Or even C, you might think you're way far ahead of them and you might get too comfortable. And that's hella scary. Don't lose your vision. Put them blinders on and keep moving forward. Worry about yourself. I know this is way different than Oprah's age when she was literally um, coming up and rising up, right? We live in this digital era where everything's on the internet and it's really hard to stay focused on just yourself. 
do certain things to limit your screen time. Not everything is what it seems to be on the internet, okay? Not everything is what it seems to be on social media. Only you know your passion. Only you know your life. Only you know your work ethic. Only you know what you're willing to do to get to where you want to go. So you can't compare anybody else's journey to yours because their time is not your time. And the moment you're sitting there and focusing on somebody else's energy, you're taking away from all the things that you can be putting into your craft, your passions, and your projects. Do you feel me? If you felt this, if you feel me, let's talk about it and let's chit chat. If you've been rocking with me all day, your vibe is impeccable. You are remarkable. If you're just tuning in, it's Transparent Julie on Taste. And coming up next, I have Triggered. Triggered is a segment that I share with you. Something that evokes an emotion in me. Do you feel me? If you ever feel triggered, just understand you're not alone. I'm triggered a couple of times a week. And I've been learning how to navigate through my triggers. Honestly, one of the ways I navigate is listening to binaural beats, self-awareness, learning my triggers. So many things you can definitely do. PTSD is real, especially from relationships. Don't undermine that. Also, I'm giving you COVID-19 updates, and I want to shout you out, so hit me up. Let's talk about it. It's Transparent Julie on Taste, and we're going straight into Triggered. Triggered is a segment where I share something that evokes an emotion in me. If you're a Triggered, just understand you're not alone, baby. Let's step into it. I've battled with self-doubt, anybody's worst nightmare, not just creative, anybody's. Well, at least 92% of the population does experience hella self-doubt because only 8% actually achieve their dreams. And I'm pretty sure they deal with it, but and they've dealt with self-doubt, but I'm pretty sure they don't allow it to consume them and they continue to push through. Sometimes I compare myself to people, which is honestly horrible. It's terrible. This weekend, though, I switched up the game. I was listening to John Henry. He's an entrepreneur, venture capitalist, and was featured in Forbes 30 Under 30. Pretty dope, if you ask me. He described the difference between having a brand and brand equity, and it really resonated with my soul, okay? It really, really resonated with me. Too often, we ingest all the criticism that we fester in our minds and our brains or, you know, that people give us. A lot of people... You know, give us criticism and label it as constructive criticism and all of a sudden it's acceptable. Let's be honest, not all constructive criticism is needed or warranted. As I'm building my personal brands and myself, I began to reflect and realize how important it is to feel. You are passionate about something, your dreams, right? Your work. So your work should always reflect that. And if your passion reflects in your work, then you will evoke a feeling in the receiver. In this instance, per se, you guys listening are my audience. And the feeling you get when you listen to me or when you receive a package from my Della Rose merch, now that's a feeling I should aim at getting every time. Some people may have good feelings about it. Some people may have bad feelings. Some people may find my voice annoying. You know, it may vary from person to person. But my audience, the people who are actually supporting me, I need to invoke an emotion in you, a feeling. And if your brand isn't associated with a feeling, then your logos mean nothing. Your website means nothing. Those are just meaningless fluff. But if I can create an environment where you feel something, then baby, I am really building. Sometimes we think we need the best logo to start off. Sometimes we feel like we need the best intro. For me, I've been working on an intro for Triggered and Transparent and Logos, and I haven't been able to hit. But when I focus, and I am who I am, and I put it 
into my craft, I evoke an emotion in the people who listen to me. When in reality, all you really need is your audience to feel something. All I really need so I can feel good is for you to feel something. For you to hit me up and tell me, hey, Jalissa, this resonated with me or it didn't. Or this resonated with me. Or I did an unboxing De La Rosa video just because the package made me feel something. It made me feel special. It made me feel like we connected. In essence... You're selling a feeling, an experience. Today's trigger made me realize something about myself. And maybe it resonated with you guys. But I have to stop trying so hard to perfect the logo and perfect the craft. Make your audience feel your passion. And if you're feeling my passion, that's all I'm really grateful for. This is why I never liked that saying, fake it till you make it. Because when somebody is genuine, you can always feel the vibe. When someone is just doing something because it's cool, you could definitely feel that vibe. I don't agree with fake it till you make it. Do you feel me? Let's talk about it if you do. And if you don't, you know exactly where to hit me. This is Transparent Julie trying to evoke an emotion in you, a feeling. I hope you feel my passion on taste. It's Transparent Julie on taste and let's get uncomfortable. Let's get transparent here. COVID-19 numbers are rising. That means things are going to start closing. Also, you know what's also rising? PSA, 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 STD numbers. Listen, when you guys go get tested for COVID-19 if you go to a clinic if you go to an urgent care make sure if you have been quarantined fucking excuse my language someone could bleep that you should get tested for both know your status know your status when it comes to you know sexual health and know your status when it comes to COVID-19 COVID-19 isn't a joke guys wear your mask I would like to say try to exercise. You know, this virus attacks lungs. So make sure you get some type of cardio in. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. If you can count your ABCs. Did I say just count? If you can say your ABCs in your head. You can sing the song in your head while you wash your hands. That's okay. That's good to go. That's what I do with my nieces and nephew and they're four. You'll be surprised how many adults don't do that. And make sure you keep your hand sanitizer on deck. You don't know how many times, you know, I know before COVID, we didn't even know Perel. We didn't even know all those people. We didn't know Clorox wipes. We didn't know who these people were. When I mean people, I mean things. Um, But now we know them. So use them. Honestly, keep them in your back pocket. Make sure you have your condom in your back pocket and your hand sanitizer. This is Transparent Julie with a public service announcement on Taste. It's Transparent Julie on Taste. If you've been rocking with me all this time, thank you, thank you, thank you. You're starting the week off right right here with me on Taste Radio. If not, uh, you're missing out if you're just checking in. But you can find me, you can listen to me every day, weekdays middays noon on the east 9 a.m on the west all right as always stay beautiful stay safe stay six feet away and wear a damn mask this is transparent julie on dash